One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Match Ball. Hi, uh, welcome to the match ball streamed live for our TSB Plus members, Dan, Michael, and Moscow, following the Palace nil nil. Brought to you with Levi Solicitors. Ten percent discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Uh, football entertainment for the masses. <laughs> that was that was a difficult watch, wasn't it? It was uh, stressful and it wasn't pretty. But it's a point. Whether that point is enough, we'll we'll know in about another four weeks. Mm. I mean, we had the international coverage, we'll call it, with Martin Tyler on it. The first half, he was talking, what a great game it was. And I kind of got to half time and I thought, was that good? I think, was he, it, I think he was calling it frenetic. He sort of, he, seemed, he kind of was making out like it was exciting though. And it was basically just really niggly and crap. You'll, you'll often find that they have to sell it more the worse. Yeah. The game mm-hmm. actually is just like, no, you you are enjoying this. You you did, your subscription is well worth it. You Please don't cancel. Keep watching the Premier League. Don't turn over. I think Blackburn won 4-1. Mm. That could oh, be quite a good game, yeah. Oh, look at the championship's got a lot to offer. <laughs> oh, exciting league. Exciting league. Got to beat Preston, yeah. Yeah, it got to, um, I think, 75 minutes on the clock. and I felt like I'd been watching that match for about three days. <laughs> anyway, it was three days while I had COVID. It was that kind of just like, oh, mm. this, this is... It felt like it was never going to end. Yeah, it wasn't very enjoyable. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? I get stressed by other games. I didn't feel particularly stressed by that one. Uh, I don't know why. Maybe because it was it was so clean, it could have gone. But it was just it had no shape, did it? It wasn't a particularly. They definitely felt more likely to score from about I don't know, 65, 70 minutes onwards. I was thinking, do you know what? Let's let's have a point. Here, the, the, the first half of the second half, the third quarter, if you like, hmm. I thought we started to come into it, and I, and I I'm glad I didn't externalize that thought. You know, because <laughs> well, th- it all went wrong. Oh, well, I was at one point I thought, oh, well, we're growing into this. This could be. You know, we're waiting to sort of pounce late on or whatever in, mm. in the way that we do. Our, our fitness will tell or whatever, but they sort of um, grew into it, didn't they? I don't uh, think the Greenwood substitution and the Galat substitutions particularly worked either. No. They, that involved changing the shape a bit, didn't it, when Greenwood came on first of all and then um, when Galat came on. I mean, it didn't help that the ball was just never up that end of the pitch either. But then, you know, this is, this is against the backdrop of it not sticking with anybody just about, you know... Mm all over the pitch for us, really. There was never any uh, passage of play where you thought, oh, that's dead nice, is it? Any Anything that was good, that means when there was a tiny bit of good skill, it was immediately followed by something terrible. Like Rafinha would do a nice turn or something, pass it, and then it would just kick it straight out of play. Or we'd, we'd do something nice defensively and then just pass it directly to them again. It was um, it was very hard to watch. I don't feel like we, sh- we managed to string three or four meaningful passes together at all mm. in that game. No. Yeah, it's... You know, it's an, it's a hobby horse already um, since March is coming, but the lack of width is just it. You know, you can it's not even a stylist thing. We keep trying to just put the ball in the middle, and that's where all the Palace players are, and that's why we kept giving it back to them. It was just longing 
for us at one point, if we had the ball, just put it out wide and just get into some space and then try to build something from there. But instead it's always just like, put it through the middle, put it through the middle, put it through the middle. And we just kept getting, playing ourselves into trouble that way because there's no room out there for anybody to, in there for anybody to do anything. It's, and it just, you know, and then we couldn't get out. Of the, we just, because we didn't get anything out of the first half or the first hour, um, the last half hour did just become like defend, Dropping deeper defend, and deeper defend. And yeah. yeah, I don't think we really, we didn't, I don't think we, did we have a move? Did we have a passing move in the last half I, I hour? Think, I don't think we really did. I mean, you can draw the line between when we had the ball and when we didn't have the ball, and which was most of the game it felt like. But the thing that confuses me is that I can see us defending well. And it's like, for example, I don't panic every time we're, we're on the receiving end of a corner now. Mm. I thought we defended those really, really well. But then when we do get possession of it, I am struggling to see what it is that we're trying to do. I don't yet know what the plan is. Um, it seems to be to give it to Rodrigo and let him do a bit of twisting and turning and play a through ball to someone, which it does sometimes work. But I think where you saw it failing a bit today is there were a couple of times he came deep to collect it and then he tries to do some of that and then he loses it. And actually we're in a bit of a bad situation then because mm. losing the ball deep trying to do that does put us under a bit of pressure sometimes. That mm. throwing in the first half. We were in our defensive third and did a lovely passing move and then Rodrigo just passed it to them and they had a chance. It was, like, oh, it was just on the YouTube on. comments now, Peter's um, just saying, should we be passing to our own players? And I think it's we should try mm. that. Mm. Well, that's the thing is, and that's my point, is because it all goes, try to do it through the middle and try to get to the penalty spot as quickly as possible. Um, you know, it, there's too many players there and so it's immediately putting it into a, a very hectic situation which is why Martin Tyler was all like oh isn't this game really exciting because you know one team's got the ball the other team's got the ball one team's got the ball um, and yeah it just needs that just there's nowhere there's no there was no point anybody was just putting a foot on it and saying let's get ourselves into some space and, and, and breathe a little so I think, do you think, do you think the way the way that Palace played though kind of fed into that as well because they at no point tried to retain possession of it and work stuff it was all very quick footed from them as well wasn't it that like they're always trying to hit I know it's in the first half, it was Ayu who kept dropping out wide to the right and going down our left and, and they got in behind us a few times on early doors. It's the first thing I mentioned, actually. Early scare, that one in the first couple mm. of minutes. Ayu and, um, and Melier came out. And then there was a tactic they were trying quite a lot. They were trying to hook it into there. So you've got two teams that are trying to play. Like I know the, the cliche is basketball match, but it, it kind of resembled that. Um, they seem to have more of a plan, though, because at least they they were working it wide. It seemed to be the, the option for them to get it to... Zaha, who was running ailing constantly, and then I until he went off. But that, they, they and they were getting some joy with it. What worries me at the moment is the space that people have out wide, and then how easily they're able to then pass it straight into our box to someone. And then I know when they do it, there tends to be a lot of players there because of how we play. So there's it quite often ends up with a, a shot that's kind of bounces through a few bodies and doesn't get through to Melier or whatever. But it's kind of hard to watch. It's like mm. it's scary to see that you can just switch play and all of a sudden there's someone in absolutely tons of space and everyone is in the within the width of the six yard box just defending that yeah. bit but then again you look at the way we defended that and broadly speaking I thought we did it okay so it's it's more effective than that two clean sheets isn't it yeah in it's, a row so it's, it's designed to stop you conceding goals yeah. and, and I, so I see I see <clears> the point <throat> of it and I agree it's it's hard to watch and you know the elephant in the room here because we're gonna. You know we get pelters about is it's clearly not as attractive as what we had from the the previous manager. Um, but equally, we might well have lost that game. Exactly, yeah, you, you could could have seen them potentially overrunning us, and that that is a fair counter argument to mm. it, isn't it? So, what do you want out of it? Do you want the points? Well, we got one. Is it enough? We'll see. That's that's about it, isn't it? Really. Mm. Let's hope yeah. it is enough. And and you know it feels like a good point given the game tonight. Yeah, it's just a shame because three would have. Yeah. 
And also there was like this, I think uh, emotionally there's not really anything in that game that you take forward to play Manchester City thinking, well, that'll be good against them, um, which, you know, they beat us 7-0 early in the season. So we're starting from a very low bar. But when you're talking <laughs> about the kind of like leaving things out wide, it is um, with Rafinha and Harrison sort of playing so narrow um, in attack. Ailing and Dallas are being left one one for one much more. So Ailing, you know, had his ding dong all night with um, Wolf Saha, and that probably you'd call that a score draw in the end. Although nobody scored, so a no score draw. Um, how effective that's going to be, sort of leaving our fullbacks Stuart Dallas and Luke Ailing, much as I love them, against players in the, the upcoming games were a lot better. Um, it's so so that's the thing is you can't. You, if we'd got the win, don't matter. Like. Those, the game's coming up, City can do what they want with us and it's it's not even a problem. Whereas now at one point, you're looking at the games ahead, City and Chelsea and Arsenal and so on, and thinking like, is this going to be all right against those games? And it could be because we are, you know, two clean sheets in a row and the packing our uh, penalty area and also the way that we withstood all that pressure from Crystal Palace, you know, when it comes down to it, they didn't really have any clear chances um, and they didn't score. So good, but it doesn't have that moment of like kind of oh something to look forward to next time we play on uh on saturday night it's just kind of oh we'll, do, we'll just have to see what happens <laughs> kind of this nerves it keeps it keeps the the nerve level and the expect the nerve level high and the expectation level low i would have yeah it's interesting i'm just looking at some of the, the comments that have been reported here via the the um the comments section on the youtube feed at marsh saying that he keeps talking to rafinha asking him to be inside more and Phillips saying in response to that, um, but Jackie and Rafa keep turning into traffic there. What you were sort of saying before yeah. there about um, maybe trying to play a little bit smarter. But you know, if you if you don't have fullbacks like bombing round on the outside, which the, I wonder if there's that sort of half second pause in their brains where they because they're so programmed to play in that way, where they sort of half expect it and they go, "Oh shit, there's no one there." Right, penalty spot, and mm. uh, it's been mentioned and as well. Penalty like, spot is Dan James. Yeah, and it, well, I mean, um, Will saying in the comments here like the players sometimes seem to be getting a little bit too caught up on the idea of scoring inside eight or 10 seconds or whatever it is. And like that, that's, that's the only way to do it, you know? Mm, but I, I, I didn't see any plan. I've got to be honest for scoring, for scoring a goal. I'd be lying if I said I could see what they were trying to do. It's, it seemed fairly chaotic. Mm. I can see def- defensively. I can see, I can see the improvements and I can see what we're doing in that side of it because it, there's just, we're just leaving numbers back and we're, more more tight, and you've got to say set pieces and stuff have improved dramatically. Like I don't, we've not have we conceded from a set piece since Marsh came in. I'm not sure we have. Don't know. We look we look fine on them anyway. It's not like a, a corner was. It, it felt like a, a, a decent chance for them every single time, didn't it? At one point in the season, mm. whereas now that side of it's kind of all right. And when we do lose the ball, there doesn't tend to be an enormous space. It's just the depressing bit of it when we do have the ball and there's no option. And, yeah. and quite often it's. It's even in in the defensive areas as well. Like you'll see, you saw Cooper a few times being frustrated as well. Like when it when it showed a, like close up of his face, you could almost see him saying, "I've got no one to pass to. What am I supposed to do?" And you end up just hitting it down the line, like yeah. you do it, you know, or, or trying to play it off the man or something like that. Yeah, yeah, which is, I don't know, maybe it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah, maybe, maybe it is. Um, and people again, I'm just sort of following the general uh, ebb and flow of this on Twitter. But it's again, it, it's. It's style versus point is the is the argument, and and until we get to the end of the season, we don't know whether this has been the right move or not, do we? And even then, if we do go at, get to the end of the season, and let's say it proves to be the wrong move, and we go down, we still can't ever turn around and say that 
keeping Bielsa would be in the right thing. It's just, it's a pointless argument, isn't it? And people are constantly kind of retreating back to I that. Think, I think we can separate from Bielsa now. We don't need to compare it to Bielsa. We can judge this as its own thing and yeah. say that what we're seeing isn't all that great attackingly. Attackingly? Is Attack- that a word? Attackingly. That's not a yes, word, Donald. is it? <laughs> Attack-wise. Because some of these problems were there against Watford, weren't they, as well? It's, it, these aren't new things. It's just that they're a better side than Watford, so what didn't completely fall apart at a few on a few occasions. Uh, Collins, just sorry, Collins, just sorry, go ahead, Moscow. I'll t- I was I'll just going to say, because it's based on what you were saying about Rafinha always turning inside, like, um, it took half an hour to see Rafinha do anything tonight. Did yeah. you enjoy his long throws? Apart from the long throws. <laughs> They're not very long, are they? That's no, what they've the been working on. was quite good. So they all went on holiday for a week and that's what they've been working on at Thal um, Patch for a week. But that's yeah. that's kind of it. And it's it was striking that when, I was always struck watching Rafinha play for Brazil, that he plays very differently to how he did for Leeds ever, because he was almost on the touchline for them and and cutting in along the goal line and really so much wider than he ever played for Bielsa. And for Brazil, he's been absolutely incredible, um, you know, to the point that he's now almost certain to be going with them to the World Cup. And then, so now we've got the way that we're playing now and he's anonymous and I don't think that's a good thing. It's not utilising the best skills of our best player, you could argue, I think, is it? No, and then I think, so Rodrigo also was quiet, but then he's been in good games before. And then Calvin's comeback tonight was supposed to be like, that's going to sort everything out in midfield. But actually, we're having to take, click off at half-time and put Cock in there because midfield was just absolutely nowhere in the first half. And that worked a real treat. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make anything better. And I think, again, there's a, a style change there because it used to be Calvin was the midfield. He would, all that work, and you know he's a quality player and he was able to do all that work in defensive midfield. Now with two of them there, you're relying on, Calvin is only responsible for half as much as he was before and it feels like we maybe had, I mean, the results against some of the teams this season don't bear out, but then he wasn't playing, so that's what I should remember. We're maybe not getting the best out of Calvin because the work, he was better doing more of the work than having the work divided with somebody who is not as good as him in that position. So if, you know, he... Like Declan Rice, for example. Yes. Anywhere <laughs> anywhere the ball used to yeah. go in that position, yeah, yeah. Phillips would charge to it. Now, it might be Phillips, but it might also be Click and it might be Cock. So yeah. there's less of a, a base there. And that also, because one of them's come back, it means there's less of a player for Phillips. If he does get the ball, he's not got a player to pass forward to because they're here next to him. So it's... Um, Phillips' comeback ended up as well being a little bit kind of like... Oh, because I, you know, the dream was he would come in and he just like he'd set Joffy up for three overhead kicks and we'd win nine nil. But it didn't happen. <laughs> Jack's saying um, square pegs in round holes again, and that's the thing, isn't it? That was the risk in inherent in, cha- you know, one of the risks in changing manager when we did is having players who are not necessarily suited to the system in the same way that we but we've seen. You know, we saw it under Bielsa as well, didn't we? It's just a different kind of square pegs in different holes. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What do you think he was trying to achieve today with the click and cock substitution? Because I didn't think it was going terribly in there. And I think we were worse with cock on the pitch than click. I think probably. And he's, he's done he's, it twice. He did it against Norwich as well and it made it worse then. It's to get it's to get more control, isn't it? To try and stop to intercept stuff and stop through balls, I guess. It I just feels like it just feels like we lose possession, which is is the last thing you want if you're trying to control a game is to just give the ball away all the time. I don't know. It feels like a fine hanging on for the last few minutes substitution. But this is what we've well, got. We don't, but we don't have two deep line midfielders. Of, it just of, seemed the timing of it seemed odd because he was talking to him. It was like 38, 39 minutes. You saw him on the sidelines with a bit of paper and so stuff. Yeah, but he'd obviously identified the problem, hadn't he, in the mm. first half by saying that this isn't um, quite working. A, a big old ding dong with um, well overplayed, but um, he was arguing in the background with Click mm. when um, Sahar was having one of his moments. Moments, yeah, mm. and so he obviously wasn't happy with what Click was doing. But um, I suppose we should remember it. we were going to be having. Um, or assumed it, the dream was Phillips and Forshaw would have been playing in there. So we are trying to make do with second best. But um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think we had. Well, we didn't have enough control in midfield in the first half. So I can only assume Cock was supposed to do that, and he didn't. Mm. So never mind. But you know, we got out there with a the point. And <laughs> all our players are nicer people than Wolf Saha. Yeah, we do need to mention him, and uh, to to a certain Apart extent. Apart from Dan James, who's a right little hooligan. <laughs> Conor Gallagher as well because what we saw a lot of tonight and we, we enjoyed the, the needle aspect of it. in fact I think the, the needle aspect towards the back end of the first half um, was probably m- the most enjoyable aspect mm. of the game when we were really, really annoying them there was really no needle in it though yeah. there was one bad tackle in the game which was the Dan James one that was perfectly executed you know and that was essentially it I mean he's he's our, our dirtiest player now isn't he Dan James he gets yeah. the same he gets the same booking every every week and it's always it's always like a good value one, isn't it? You yeah. never you never look at it and go, ah, yeah. oh, that's a bit soft. You that always go, his, uh, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. He's scrappy do. That was his best yet tonight. <laughs> yeah, it was it was he, almost he's getting later and later and later. <laughs> it was it was veering toward the sort of red territory was this. I think there's an interest I don't know, maybe this is my rosy eyed view of, of Leeds fans, but I don't whereas we've got, you know, Everton are going back to the referees association saying you you must look at every decision ever given against us. And Zaha and Gallagher are crying about every little touch on them. I don't think any Leeds fan watching Dan James's tackle thought anything apart from fucking hell. <laughs> like that's a booking. If I, whereas I, I just get the feeling with 
the Premier League in general that um, if that's the you know the wrong player at the wrong club, you'll probably get fans going like, no, 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 that's not a yellow card. How dare they? It's we're, we're going to start a petition. Dan James is innocent. Whereas Leeds fans do, we do seem still to have the uh, the sense to go. You can't do that. <laughs> you cannot do that, Daniel. But it's you fun. Get it's, into trouble. It's fun though. The only the, I have a slightly dissenting voice on the the uh, the needle because I feel like the last thing we needed was to give Crystal Palace a reason to win because they're you know just meandering in mid-table, they're fine, they've got nothing really to play for. But by turning it into a bit of a fight before half-time, it meant they, they became interested, came out like, we're mm. not going to fucking let you have a goal. Whereas the dream, we needed, we need more Watfords in our lives to just be like... What, passive and roll over and die? Yeah, it's really, it's really not an issue to us if you score because Roy Hodgson, we don't listen to him anyway, so it's fine. Mm. Whereas Palace, we, you know, they the second half they got very... Um, well, from that last bit before after I'm on, but don't you, still, but don't you get, to win. Don't you get a great pleasure out of seeing Zaha's face? Is yeah. he all right? I don't think so. I don't think he is, Michael. Like, he does. He seems so unhappy with life, and uh, yeah. he doesn't seem to enjoy the game of football I, whatsoever. I, I hope at full time. I hope he goes home to somebody who can put an arm around him and tell him that they care. <laughs> and just tell him you don't need to. You don't. Need to, if, you, if it's upsetting you that much playing football, don't do it. Just don't do it. You're Take probably, up bowls. You've got. You've earned enough money. Take up a non-contact spot where mm. where people aren't gonna. I would say hurt you, but no one hurts him. He's mm. just he just jumps into people, doesn't he? He's got a really weird attitude. He's a, he's a very good player as well, but I, f- I just find it really odd that he seems to spend. He seems to think football is like a game of trying to win free kicks. Mm. It's like over and above anything else. Like he can get to the end and go, well, I got eight then. Didn't I do well? I feel like I've, having watched Liverpool, Everton, and Richarlison and um, what's he called Scouse Face um, yeah. Gordon. Yeah, Scouse having, Face. Having, having watched him. And then watched Gallagher and Zaha tonight. It does kind of make me think. Oh, yeah, Gallagher's can't we just at the in, end. The, the one at the end, he was he reached his right leg about two meters to the to the right. He like did a lunge to try and initiate some contact yeah, with the, someone. It's the plant it and then fall over thing, isn't it? Which that's what Gordon did against Matip, wasn't it? When he went through. I mean, Gallagher's was such a reach though. There was no one anywhere near him, and he was like, "Oh, there must be Stuart Dallas must be around here somewhere at left back. I'll, if I just if I can put my right leg far enough across." I'll get. I'll hit someone with it. John, John in the comments. Sorry, Zaha saying Zaha is Rafinha in five years' time after a series of bad life decisions. <laughs> it's quite possible. I feel glad we. Uh, I'm glad we didn't sign Gallagher. I accept that he's a good player. He scored a lot of goals, but he, I remember the West Brom game, the last one of last season, when they had some fans in. Um, he stood out in that match as a prick, and I was like, "Oh, that kid from Chelsea." You can tell. And then when we were linked to him, I was like, "God, could I?" Could I deal with that? And I'm kind of, I'd have accepted the goals, but I don't think I could have accepted the player. So I'm, <laughs> I'm comfortable. If relegation is the price, and so we, be it. And we can afford to be this petty. Yeah, yeah I mean, like we've said, we didn't, We, you know, midfield is absolutely not an issue and has not been <laughs> all season. So uh, Gallagher can stay in uh, in his Crystal Palace throwing stones. He had a few that did Gallagher, didn't he? Because there's one where he went down rolling around for a, all of two or three seconds before jumping yes. before jumping back up in the first half. And Which was where, a great tackle, by the way. And then there was another ailing um, tackle. That was, was, was going to say it was ailing, that was 60 minutes, I wrote that down. He did yeah. some sort of spinning around thing. Yeah. But just, just book him. Like, yeah, I think even if the even if you fouled, if you go down like that, you should be booked. Because <laughs> what are you doing? What the, what's the point of VAR? There otherwise? needs to be a, there needs to be a, a question asked where you could pull them over, get them over to the VAR screen with you, and go, "What's that? What have you done there? Why are you, Why are you doing that? Don't stop it. <laughs> Let, stop the game and embarrass him. <laughs> yeah, just say everyone's gonna. You're gonna come over with me now. You're gonna explain to me why you're holding your leg there where he's not touched it. Like you're being told off by like your, your, your mum, and you'll yeah. have to go. 
Sorry. And then you book him and then you can move on. <laughs> Some comments coming in from Jesse Marsh saying it's a big point. Uh, the players are disappointed with the draw after what he admitted wasn't the best performance. Sloppy in linking play once possession was won. Palace had, a, uh, Palace had few clear chances. We were very stable. Mm. I mean, they had more clear chances than us, which was uh, zero chances. I don't know if they were dead. They didn't have clear ones. They had chances. They had mm. in, some scary moments, but there was nothing. I mean, it's, yeah. the, it's yeah. the old XG argument. I think they got it up to one and a half. And yeah. we had uh, more than half somehow. There's a, we had one, although they had one big chance, we had lots of little ones. I think um, Zaha, when he had two shots at Melier, mm. is a lot, lot to do. That's, pro- that's probably the clearest chance. And again, um, and there was another shot that uh, Melier read well. I think it might have been Zaha again, where he cut in and he shoots mm. and he didn't have to dive too far because he positioned really well. Melier, again, player of the season, superb. Give him every kind of different cake that he wants um, but yeah he I guess those are the, the big chances came in 10 seconds for Zaha apart from that it was all kind of I mean uh, I suppose the Gallagher one where he sliced it I suppose but that's not a clear chance that's just nah. like a good effort in it but he didn't put it on target there were moments for them I suppose weren't there where you thought they could have scored there whereas mm. realistically for us and was, we were just doing enough kind of like frantically blocking and charging about at the back mm. that we didn't really let them get it. <laughs> Diego, Uren- let's talk about Diego Llorente's arse tackle. Because mm. when you saw him lunge for that, you went, no, didn't you? But then the replays actually was, provided a great form of entertainment, I thought. Mm. So and again, and again, Mumar Gallagher was just looking for a bit of leg to run into and, and try and win a penalty. So, fuck him. Good. The replay um, was the last thing I expected to see on that, where and because it was such a slow-mo as well, and because it was from behind the goal line, of him going slowly, and then you see, oh, both his legs have missed the ball. And then his ass goes through it, and you're like, "Oh, we're doing that now, are we, Diego?" Okay. <laughs> Do you think his yellow card was uh, was deserved? No. He was, he was just trying to. It was like a little tango, wasn't it? Where he had a, man, a hand on the man's waist. He was just trying to get round him so he could spin him and a good value yellow. Yeah, it was. It was well earned. Um, proper one. Stew's in the comments saying our fans were brilliant, and yes, they were. You could hear them throughout. I think it was, it was an absolutely fantastic singing away performance. It's one of those games where you know that like, the game's not of, of the highest quality, so you just kind of make your own fun, don't you? Really, there did it without a drum as well, so. That's a win. Yeah, it was about it was about seventy five minutes where I, I noticed that it had been pounding away all game. Imagine that at Ellen Road. How quickly do you think um, that instrument would be broken? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it'd be allowed. Who was it? Was it? Um, there was that bloke who came in at some point. Was it in the nineteen nineties from Sheffield Wednesday to try and introduce some more atmospheric things at Ellen Road? Do you remember this vaguely? I think they may have. Flirted with the idea of instrument. John something. Yeah, John, yeah. He was, the, he was part of the England band that everyone hates, but I don't think he ever tried doing it at Leeds because I think it would have, um, it would not have landed properly. <laughs> Carried out on a stretcher. <laughs> but um, yeah, fans, brilliant. Yeah. Um, anything else to say about any of this? It's just tough going, wasn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. Normally there's, normally there's some, something good to talk about. I mean, the, the most random moment was the long throw by Rafinha that culminated in a flick on by whoever it was. I can't remember off the top of my head. Was it Click who did the flick? I think so. And the, but, then, but then it landed at the feet of Liam Cooper. Oh, and he did, did like that, a little back heel. Did the back heel, yeah. Cooper was good again. Mm. Yes. That's, let's say that. We do look more stable when he's in there. He's probably our best player. Yeah. Today. Organises things at the back and that's... Um, uh, he wasn't best player against Watford, but good. So he's been good since coming back. And yeah, the, the defensive improvements. Um, yeah, I feel like we... Are, I'm, I think every team at the bottom of the table is riding their luck against any other team. So you're going to give away chances and it will end up being, you know, you could look at that tonight and go like, we were pretty lucky to get a nil, but also way more solid than we have been uh, 
pre-Marsh. So, you know, City last time we played them, we were lucky to just concede seven, weren't we? So yeah. saying we were lucky to get away with nil is not like a, a criticism whatsoever. It's So Man City is keep, keeping it down to three. I mean, we're spoiling the weekly show here and the prediction, the um, the preview section in that. But um, keeping it down to three, hey, um, positive result. But that's just how wank the Premier League is, isn't it? Mm. If we go down, I won't miss this nonsense. I must admit, I've watched, I've watched Burnley, Everton and us in the last two days and it's all been shit. I mean, what, what a come down from a holiday that is. You've come on from Spain, you've had a bloody nice time and by the way, it was asked, somebody asked earlier on in the comments, have I been away as well? I haven't, I just went out and did some practice walking for our charity walk in the sun. Yeah, Caught a little go. bit of sun in, in Yorkshire. Yeah. There you go. So, I think the one, uh, the one dream from tonight, apart from the 9-0 Joffy overhead kicks thing that I was having, was having watched Burnley against Southampton last week and then watching Watford at the weekend when um, their city's fourth goal they just kicked the ball at Gabriel Jesus and then John Hemingham by the way he just walked past and thank you to Wayne who's watching who just texted me um, and it was a penalty and then um, Everton just making stupid mistakes and Norwich to uh, Tim Krull just kicking the ball to Quimera and that was a goal was that all those teams looked terrible and I just wanted Leeds tonight to just look really good so I could just be like, well, we are way more competent than those. But we never really got it, did we? Competent, no competence. I think I did, did I say that in the preview for this one. I said, I just want us to look like we know what we're doing. Yeah. The weird thing is earlier in the season, I'm talking back at the start, I think like we're Newcastle away and games like that. But it felt like we came in here and went, oh, we're going to be fine. We look like we, we look like a good team still. The you know, it's going to pick up and then it never did and we didn't get any mm. points. We do, we do now. now we, we, come, we now look like a team that's in 16th or whatever we are. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we actually now come in and go, well, we didn't play very well, but you it's know, a, it's a point. Points in the bag. <laughs> so, yeah, it's probably, it's probably fine if we stay up. I, I don't want to see us play a full season like this, I will no. say. I, I, yeah, I was going to say, if, 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 if you get to next season and we're still turning out like that, if we start the season playing like that, you're going to be worried, aren't you? But this season, I don't give a shit. I just want enough points to stay up. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess a point in this one, given the way it panned out fine and as long as we keep getting points as well because um, that will hopefully be better than what Everton do Everton have got Chelsea next you'd hope I mean that's the one place Frank Lampard cannot whinge about like not getting things can't he I never get anything here the, the, the Chelsea you've just favoured by the, the big teams it's never fair so we can't do that against them so he might, he might write he might write a letter to somebody it's at Goodison Park though so that's the one thing that gives them a, a, a hope in hell um and then we're at home city and we just got to see what we can get. Just get to the other side of this one. Mm. But, but uh, then um, away to Leicester for Everton and then also away to Watford and because they can't win away, come on Watford, come on lads, mm-hmm. do us a favour. But um, but yeah, we're, you know, there is a gap there, isn't there? That if, as long as Everton don't win, is their game in hand is one of the Leicester ones, isn't it? They've got, have they got Leicester twice? They play, they've yeah. they've, they've no, done the they've, one. They've, they've done one. Did they play Villa twice still? Or is that, yeah, is that something like that. Yeah. yeah, there's all sorts of weird stuff going on. Uh, oh, that might be oh, Burnley play Villa. Yeah, yeah, they don't have things... Oh, I don't fucking... <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Sorry, everyone. Play. Yeah, well, I was going to say, we've um, we've got 11 points in five games there, which, mm. given you know what we need to, to stay up, is a bloody good return. Mm. So there's that. Yeah. You know, if we can somehow match that or get anywhere near it across the next five games, the five games that remain. I will say that games, um, a five-game period with Watford and Norwich in... Different. ...is is likely to yield six. I always said you were too negative, Michael. <laughs> but, you know. But it is what it is, and you can't, you know, we 
can't worry about who we got the points against. It's like, where are we going to get the points in the future? Mm. But um, we Man are... Man City, that's where we get them from. Looking at the form, unbeaten in five, and then but Everton have lost three of five. They've only won one in five. So that we are better than that. And Let's hope it's uh, that's the case we... for another five games, yeah? And yeah, and then the worries about whether we look like we have a clue or not. Um, the other teams don't look like they have a clue. And Burnley, that can't last. <laughs> that <laughs> like just cannot con- last. I'm glad you're confident. They're, they, they've got to plateau at some point, haven't they? Yes. Good. Glad to hear it. We'll wrap it up there then. Um, so this week, we're, instead of doing the, the normal shows tomorrow because of this stupid bloody Monday night thing, we're going to push all that into Wednesday. Um, you, you're, you, It's beneath you, isn't it, Wednesday, Moscow? So um, I've got all the work to do on Wednesday. So Rob's going to be in um, for the shows on Wednesday. But yeah, we'll be back. We'll do, we'll do propaganda as well. I mean, there'll be some crime Man United fans, so there's that. There's always that. I can confirm there are. Excellent. Thank you for that. Two games of crying Man United fans. Thank you for that. There's got to be some uh, people out there who think that Luke Ayling should be in a jail tonight. Yeah, I I hope so anyway. Mm -hmm. Because you agree with them. Palace fans are um, are very unhinged about Zaha, so I'm sure they've got some some strong opinions about how he was cheated in this game. Excellent. Right, well, we'll look forward to reconvening on Wednesday then to, uh, to pick apart the match ball on propaganda find out what's being said about Leeds and by the opposition and by the crying scum fans. And then we'll do the weekly show as well where we'll round everything up. We'll preview Man City, pick heroes and villains, Zaha, maybe, spoiler alert, and uh, Phil Hay show later in the week as well. So thank you for watching this one. Thank you for listening as well. We will catch you next time. The Match Ball. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 